You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN GameScoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis, Scoop. Sam Claiborne. Scoop! And we're joined by a very special guest this week. Terry from our LA office is joining us. Scoop! Welcome, Terry. Thank you so much uh, for having me. Introduce your gaming self. What's your favorite game of all time? Ooh, uh, Paper Mario. Wow. I the, love, the original? Yeah, the original. I really like RPGs. My top three are uh, Paper Mario, Golden Sun, and Final Fantasy IX. And but there's just I played Paper Mario over and over and over again. It it charmed my little socks off. And is Golden Sun a GBA game? It is yeah. a GBA game. But that's not Boktai. Boktai is the Boktai is the one that used one. the sun, right? That's yeah. the sun. Yeah. Okay, I get yeah. this. I really suns. Golden Sun was super fun. I didn't love the third one that they put out. I was like, I re, the second one went even deeper. Sorry, I'm derailing this whole conversation. Oh, I, I didn't know there. Was, I didn't know there was a third one. I didn't know that. Either. There Ooh. is, but it was yeah, scoop <laughs> many years later. Um, but it was a little. Maybe I just got older, but it felt a little bit too juvenile for mm, what maybe. I was okay. hoping for. But. Yeah. Uh, and then Terry uh, leads up a lot of our entertainment coverage out of our LA office, movies, TV coverage, that sort of thing. Yeah. She is Game of Thrones. She I, is Game of I Thrones. am. You just interviewed uh, everybody. <laughs> the entire, it, it was really cool, yeah. That was did, a crazy series of casting. My favorite interview I did wasn't an interview I did. I had Nikolai Coster-Waldo and Gwendolyn Christie interview each other. Yeah. They're Jamie and Brienne, and they were just, like, they're the cutest in general. They, they just laugh have the, best the whole chemistry. thing and have the best smiles. And they love each other. And gotta I was, watch it. And I was like, when I got them together, I told them, I was like, I just love watching you two be adorable, so I was going to spin this back on you, and Gwendolyn was like, yes, I want to do this. I want to, like, play mm -hmm. this game. Um, and those are your handwritten questions. 
questions they read. <laughs> That's why. Like there's with your one, handwriting? Yeah, there's one. Because they talk about being uh, hard to read. read. Yeah, I know. I was like, it's me. Everyone thinks that he just can't read, but it's actually I have bad handwriting. I don't think that's true. But <laughs> and if you uh, tune in, if you tune into our uh, Comic Con coverage this week, you'll be seeing a lot of Terry uh, on our live me. show, a lot of me as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If we make it through that week, <laughs> yeah, it's a whole comic convention, a comic book convention, a convention yeah. about San Diego. Books. That'll be yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> comic book convention. You say <laughs> you're going too, right? Yeah, uh, I'm going to get some tacos. <laughs> I'm on oh, home man. team. We got. Uh, Everyone keeps talking about what we're going to do beyond the show. And I was like, there's nothing beyond the San show. Diego, what is this free time that you yeah, speak San Diego is one of my favorite food cities, for sure. They, yeah, there are great tacos down there. Uh, anyway, we've got a great show for you today. We're going to talk about the Atari box. We're going to talk about the PlayStation Vita. Mm. But first, Kingdom Hearts 3. Is it really coming 2018? It was revealed over the weekend, 2018. Yeah. I mean, they didn't have to do that. They didn't have That's to do that. That's the thing where like, I'm very skeptical but they could have just not said that. So then now I'm like, okay, if I, they're, they're going to commit to the date, then yeah, probably... Yeah, they didn't give an actual date. Well, yeah. I think they, they we have it narrowed down release window, but I think that they know... Is the window a year? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's coming out in 2018. It's not a window. <laughs> it's a period of time. I think that they know that fans have been waiting <laughs> for this game so long. 13 that to years. Say, to say 2018, you have have to do 2018, mm, but like, we've seen delays yeah. before. December I, 31st. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, I think that they need to have it come out then, but at the same time, if they're like, we are going to delay it to make a better game, mm. I think people will probably forgive that. Yeah. I think it's really funny that uh, for almost as long as I've been in this business professionally, it was like our our, our console is going to be capable of Toy Story level graphics. I remember yeah, that being oh, that, the PlayStation yeah. Two. Totally, it'll be like it'll be Toy Story style, but in the game, and it'll be happening in real time. And then it never was. They're always blurry, and and it didn't match it. And now in Toy Story Three, I saw a side by side picture that was this is from the movie. Excuse me, yes. Yeah. Uh, this is from uh, this is from the movie Toy Story, and this is from Kingdom Hearts Three. And it they, they we're finally there. It's, so it's twenty seventeen. It, it, look, it, it looks that close. Really? Yeah, it's exactly one to one. It's so interesting. So I was at D twenty three this past weekend, which is where they made this announcement and the reveal. And I actually had a chance to talk to Tetsuya Nomura, which was crazy, a uh, big deal. He's the director producer now. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and it was through a translator, which I've never really done an interview that way before. It was it's sort of awesome. like yeah, it's it's really yeah. interesting. You get more time to think about your questions. It's a nice. To fill the time, I know what they're like, is. You have an hour, and I was like, Oh my god, okay, well, it's really only 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, but I asked him, like, What are you most excited for Kingdom Hearts 3? And he did say it was like the new uh capabilities they have through these next gen consoles that they they can fulfill on those promises that they were making before. And one of the big changes that they actually can do is Sora now can have four party members, Ooh. which you see in the trailer as well. And he's like, Again, it's because there are these technological advancements that allow us to actually do this and have it look mm. good and work. Uh, yeah, speaking of Toy Story, that was the new world that was announced yeah. over the weekend. Uh, Terry, are you a Kingdom Hearts fan? I am a King. I Okay, so Jonathan Dornbush is like our biggest Kingdom Hearts fan. Yeah. I played this first and second games. Every time a side game was announced, I just got more and more annoyed because I was like, it's not Kingdom Hearts 3. And now I'm like, okay, well, I have to go back and yeah. play 2.8 or yep. whatever to prep for this. 358 divided by two days. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't even know how they're supposed to be pronounced. Birth uh, by sleep by birth by sleep by yep. birth. Yeah. So how is Kingdom Hearts 3 sitting with you? I think it looks great. It It's weird to me that the first game was uh, Disney meets, you know, Square Enix titles, mm -hmm. right? But now, since the first Kingdom Hearts came out, Disney has acquired so many more IPs that yeah. you have Marvel, you have Lucasfilm, you have Pixar, which we see. It's a big deal that there's a Pixar world in there. Um, 
and I'm wondering how many other surprises there are. But it's it's just like weird to me to think, oh, we're we might get a Star Wars world. Like yeah. we might see Iron Man in a Kingdom Hearts game, and that yeah, I don't know. It's Fantastic something. Four. There's something a little <laughs> bit like. Huh, but uh, but yeah. I am excited to play it too. I have a feeling that it all will fit seamlessly. We've put so much focus on uh, the new worlds that we're going to see that I'm like, how does this tie back to Sora's story? Mm. How does this this tie back to a very plot driven game? Um, and that's what I'm excited to see as we lead up to 2018 window. Yeah, you have to imagine that since Disney owns, as you said, you know Marvel and uh, Star Wars, mm-hmm. uh, and that's all happened since Kingdom Hearts was announced that. Uh, the architects of the Kingdom Hearts franchise have to sort of manage the, the, you know, in the back of their head, they have to be thinking, maybe we save Star Wars for Kingdom Hearts 4, right? Like, right. how are they going to make a big splash? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. In, in 2027. Yeah, I mean, it was already weird enough just seeing, like, uh, like Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck in this yeah, uh, JRPG world. But now trying to think about, like, Han Solo in there or Princess Leia or something. It's, it's So Pixar really... is not that far removed from Disney at this right. point, though, right? Because, like, so Disneyland is filled it. with Pixar mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, yeah. But well, it wasn't at one point. They were like a little bit further apart. So now, it, yeah. I don't know. That feels more like Disney to me. It makes more sense. Like Tron feels weirdly out of place when there's right. that Tron world, but that's a Disney thing too. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, we'll have Pirates of the Caribbean. I mean, Disney that's too. Yeah. yeah. I think it's interesting that, you know, I feel like the earlier games leaned so much into the very established Disney uh, locations that we know, like, you know, from Aladdin to to the Hercules world and beyond, and now like we have Big Hero Six and now Toy Story, and it's what about live action Lion King? Well, listen, we could have a whole other conversation <laughs> about how great live action Lion King. Yeah, you saw it, right? yeah, yeah. Scoop, Scoop. Well, you, you saw parts of it. Saw parts of it. Okay. Uh, yeah, at D twenty three, but I. I keep referencing this interview that I did with Nomura, but I asked him like, what is going to be the balance between new, new and pre-existing like fan favorite worlds that you are doing in Kingdom Hearts three? And he was like, you know, we know our fans don't want to see the places that they've seen already, mm. so they're trying to bring in a lot more worlds. So I think there will be a lot of surprises for where we end up going. I think the game looks super fun. I've never, like, I never, I'm not not a fan of Kingdom Hearts. I just, you know, haven't ever gotten around to playing them. And when I watch gameplay trailers of the third one, I'm like, that looks really fast-paced and interesting, and uh, the combat looks a lot more fun. And, uh, like, you know, yeah, <laughs> exactly what Terry just said. <laughs> T- technical terms. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, coming 2018. Sometime. That gives them a long <laughs> runway. <laughs> to bring that thing in. Uh, now, during E3 this year, Atari announced a new console. The Atari. That Atari? That Atari. The Blade Runner Atari. Yeah, the Blade Runner uh, Atari. Uh, I love that shot so much. Yeah, it's the two so, Atari logos. so funny. Yeah. Freaking cool. So they, we don't, they didn't announce anything else other than it's a thing and it's coming. And then today, uh, or over the weekend, they uh, released some images of it and some some details. We still don't know like what we're going to be playing on this thing, but it's apparently it's a real thing. It's called the Atari Box. It's a console that features modern internal specs, uh, but also has the ability to include classic games, NES classic style. Uh, but it also says they're going to be delivering current gaming content, HDMI output, four USB inputs, and an SD card slot. And it's a, and they're kickstarting it, right? Or maybe not kick. That's, they're crowdfunding it, I should say. That hasn't been officially announced, but that's that's uh, the rumor. That they're going to announce, they're leading up to like announcing a Kickstarter campaign. Well, they've gotten so far along without 
you know, there's a design and a system out. Like, I can't believe it hasn't, you know, started the campaign yet. The thing yeah. that, that confuses me, Sam, maybe you can answer. Maybe we don't know. But, you know, the Atari Wikipedia page is crazy because that company's split into, yeah, you know, there's one company that owns the name Atari, but a separate yeah. company owns the old Atari games. And I think there's even a third one that's like sort of the hardware arm. And I'm a little bit confused about who it is that's putting this actual console. Yeah, it's, it is very confusing. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, it's, it's the owners of the name for sure. Okay. Um, that's still related to infograms. I was going to say, is yeah. that the case? Because that's where yeah. some of that stuff ended up. They're like an aggressively acquisition based company yeah. in like the late 90s, whenever that. Aren't they? They're French? Infograms, they're infograms is entertainment. Oh, so was that, that was their, was old, that their slogan? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, in 19, you know, the early 1990s, there was the Lynx, which you love. Uh, I, yeah, I think the Lynx is a cool system. And you can turn it outside to play vertical-based games, which is Ar a neat thing. It's ahead of its time. It drained batteries instantly, so people <laughs> didn't yeah. like it. And then they did the Jaguar, and the Jaguar uh, was a high-powered system. It looked really good. There's a couple cool games for it, Tempest 2000 and uh, Alien vs. Predator. But it has a, um, uh, you know, like the console looks like appropriately extreme for the 90s. But then you look at the controller, and it's like big. It looks bigger than the Dreamcast controller, yeah. and there's nothing on it. There's like a number pad. Have those nine like, buttons on it yeah. like for no a, reason. Like a D-pad and then like two, an A and B button. Like there's just nothing that <laughs> justifies the <laughs> amount of space that it <laughs> occupies. Yeah. And it, that thing wasn't popular at all. So yeah, that that was really the death knell for Atari as a hardware manufacturer. And then there's a few games that we got with a new Atari Atari logo on them, and like that probably you caught the tail end of that covering them. But really, it was the turn of the century. And yeah. then just Atari just does, <laughs> yeah, I know, just does those um, plug and play consoles yeah. and like licensing and stuff like that. Like it's completely crazy that they're doing this, but it's also just another kind of ploy that probably won't work out well for. It's it. really caught me off guard that it has modern specs. When I heard Atari console, I was thinking that it was going to be like an NES box, you know, and that's yeah. like a plug and play. And they console. do those all the time. Flashback, yeah. Volume yeah. One and Two, forty classic Atari it, games. You like, think that it won't work though? Because I feel like we saw Nintendo took a similar approach with the NES and they'll have the SNES Classic as well. Um, it's so interesting. Like, you watch those Fine Brothers videos where people play Atari games for the first time, like, yeah. like a younger generation who have never touched it. And I think it's actually a really smart thing to be re-releasing these consoles in this way. And people can experience them for the first time, but with better technology now that might still work versus like going to your local what, like, what do you think about the atari li library i think that's the issue here yeah so there's not so get, much just, just well there's a, there's so like much yeah it's so it's just so crammed with stuff from that era and, and it's, like it's very very popcorn a lot of garbage yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like the, i don't think that the atari 2600 games are nearly as fun to play today as nes will they yeah. put et out like, <laughs> like compared I mean, like if you just compare them real quick like atari ports are terrible yeah. compared to the arcade mm -hmm. games uh, their originals are really simple and sometimes interesting, but the it's joystick like, sucks to use. Yeah. And then the Nintendo, on the other hand, is like the arcade ports are better than the arcade games, like Contra and Bubble Bobble and stuff. Like we love yeah. those. And then the uh, there's so many originals, and then the controller is perfect. So it's like the, just on the, that most surface level, the Atari has these issues that it just makes it hard. But it's certainly fun to watch people go play those games, especially like games like E.T., because yeah. they're awkward and you need to have a manual to figure them out. And like, you know, they're they're so far removed from what we expect from video games now that I think like it has this great purpose out there for entertainment. But it's not nostalgic for a lot of people yeah. as much. Yeah. Like, like especially like I mean, Nintendo nobody... was just bigger than the Atari, you know. 
It's really, I mean, the games are very, very primitive. And I'm a little biased because I started with the NES. Maybe if I would have started with the Atari, I'd feel differently. But uh, you can't really go back and play a game like Adventure. It doesn't make any sense. It's, what, three colors on screen. You don't really understand where you're going. Like, you don't need an asterisk to enjoy. I mean, some old NES games, you kind of do need an asterisk. Like, the original Metroid or some games are clunky and awkward. But, like, any of the Mario games, um, there's dozens and dozens of NES games that can just be enjoyed in a modern context without needing to... To look through it through a classic gamer's lens and, and yeah. remixes help with that nes yeah. remix really changed mm-hmm. my mind about like how you can do a retro collection and if you treat atari games in that way with like score challenges and like mini bite size yeah. like warioware like type amounts like that would be amazing but yeah. that could be on an xbox you know i just you know the atari was so primitive that pac-man's pellets are little rectangles like yep. you can't like i i, I don't know man and I, you can't make a circle i'm yeah i'm skeptical about this console Everything in the Atari was meant to play Pong. Like, there's nothing yeah. in that. Every Everything you've ever seen on Atari that's not Pong is a modification <laughs> of Pong. Yeah. Like, the whole hardware is, like, a, two paddles, a ball, and the background is, like, what every game has to be based on. Yeah. Now, Atari did these other gift things. for parents who grew up on the Atari to buy for their children who have never well, yeah, maybe even yeah. played Pong before. And maybe it's, like, <laughs> as a good punishment. Like, no, you can't play... Destiny 2. <laughs> <laughs> you have to play. Have no more player unknown battlegrounds. Yeah. Until you beat uh, uh, Adventure. Yes, yeah. exactly. Really confused about what this thing is. It's like getting into the hardware business is such a colossal undertaking. I think it looks awesome, the console. I mean, it's a cool it's, design. It has freaking wood panel. Yeah. Yeah, and it comes in two different flavors, the wood panel one and then the red and black. Remember how Atari did originally, too? more like too? Atari Jaguar, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it is more like the Jaguar, but Atari had like a silver metal version and then the woody. Mm, for which for which for the 2600 I only knew that the yeah the wood like different so Atari like a different uh, I could just talk about this uh, Atari <laughs> so had wonder, different manufacturers like Sears made some yeah, and some yeah other people made them and they all played Atari games like can you imagine that now like that that's what happen. we talk about the one console future that's yeah. what we want to happen that is true but GameCube did that remember the Panasonic GameCube mm-hmm. that the played Cube? DVDs yeah. It, like the, ours didn't, but th- that one did. The the wood paneling aesthetic is, you know, I mean, Sam, it was, what, 50 years old from the 70s, mostly mm-hmm. on the station wagons and on the Atari. And actually the first house Love that it. I ever lived in with my girlfriend had wood paneling in it that we got rid yeah. of. And uh, it's so come real. back around that, like, that's a thing that people have an affection for now. And it makes me wonder, are we, like, 10 years away from that, like, terrible 90s aesthetic <laughs> like being <laughs> hot <laughs> again? Like. <laughs> Bell well, neon for got everyone yeah, again. <laughs> just everything being extreme. Neon came back for mm. you know, kind of out of our ironic resurgence. That was very nineties. Sure. Yeah, sure. rollerblades, neon, high rollerblades did come back. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't show the controller. We haven't seen the controller for this thing yet. You know why? I want to I mean, think I'm about rollerblades more. <laughs> we don't know what. It, well, <laughs> yeah. we, we don't know how we're going to be controlling these games. We don't know what games are going to play. Uh, if it has modern internal specs, does that mean it's more like the Switch? It's like it, yeah. it, there's no way it could compete with the Xbox One X. We got questions, Atari. Yeah, <laughs> but it could be more like an Ouya, right? Yeah, which because we still call that a modern that. system with modern specs compared to it. I mean, that was like an Android-based system. It went so well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's okay. I don't know. Okay. I, I look forward. <laughs> I look forward to learning more about this Atari box, whatever it is. Let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. Listeners, remember you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Ethan did. And he says, my friends at Goose Camp, Ethan from Ohio here, first-time writer, long-time listener. Last night, I finally beat Andromeda of Mass Effect Andromeda after 100 hours of gameplay, and I loved it. Vaults aside, I thought gameplay and story were great. I'm mainly a PC guy because I haven't bought a console yet. My My fiance and I want to buy a Switch, 
uh, or a PS4. Mm. But I've also got a library of Steam games from the summer sale that haven't seen the light of day since I began Andromeda in April. The age-old question, what do I play next? Or do I put it off longer and finish my home theater in the basement? Oh, cool. Do that. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the and send us pictures. Yeah. yeah. Invite us over. Yeah. Is there going to be popcorn? <laughs> I mean, not much of a home theater without it. Yeah. Soda machine. Yeah. Ooh. Now you're cooking with gas. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, I'd say get a switch if you can. I know they can be difficult to find. Uh, I would probably, I mean, I, but then again, yeah. I love my switch, you know, a big fan of it, big proponent of it. Uh, I would say between, if you don't have any console at all, I think the PS4 is cheaper, has a bigger library of games. Crazy. It's easier to find. Yeah, um, that's true. I, it, I mean, all other things being equal, putting the two side by side, I think the PS4 is a better option. I mean, I, on Prime Day, I think you could get a PS4 bundle that had a bunch of extra games and stuff for 220 bucks. It's like crazy. It's cheaper than the Switch, you know, and it came with a game and it had a, you know, and it's got uh, dozens of other interesting and games. It's yeah. well, and yeah. it's available. And it's available. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, I, I love my PS4. It's what I use for everything. But I'm in a similar boat where I don't have a Switch yet and yeah. I think I'm getting one soon. And like Zelda is the game this year. So that's True. That's what I'm excited to go and play. Like I, I beat Horizon recently, finally yeah. after like 70 hours it's of doing do every that. single side quest. Um, but I, yeah, I can't wait to play Zelda. And I think if you're stuck on what do I do next, and you're interested in potentially buying another console, then the Switch is where I would go between those. And Did you get that in, that uh, cloaking costume? No, I didn't. And I, I'm not. Because that's one of the like the more in-depth side quests. I know. And I was like. <clears throat> Yeah. You gotta, yeah. I didn't start at the beginning with it. I'd have to like travel back. It's not up cloaking; to the thing. it's a shield. Sorry, I don't want to no, spread no, disinformation. No, no, it's it, it's like that thing to get the um, hold the, the like thing. Shield, Halo shield, weave armor, or yes. whatever. Yeah, maybe if I play it again. My switch is currently in sleep mode. I'm in the middle of a pretty good run in the middle trials of the trials of the sword. Whoa! I did the same thing, and I'm a little worried about that. But I think sleep, yeah. sleep is infinite, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It will even somehow bookmark it if it powers off completely. Mm. <laughs> I don't know about that, but mine's okay. just sleeping. Hopefully, so. right. wake it up. Just wake it up. Why, it why isn't your system docked? It's in the it's in the dock. Yeah. Oh, you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. And you're in the middle of the mill trials. Yeah, I'm on intermediate, like I'll, year ten. So I think there's yeah. an eleven in intermediate. This is all gibberish. Oh, I think it's me, like, but like I'm excited yeah, to find out. Like a, like eventually, uh, it's a super dungeon, challenge dungeon where you just yeah. fight level after level. But you start out with nothing, and you start naked. It's really funny. So I like my link. I mean. Uh, but Ethan says he's more of a PC guy. I don't know if he wants to play something right now on PC. What would you recommend? Prey, probably the Prey's best really good. new PC game. Destiny Two well, Beta. I wouldn't well, recommend Destiny Prey. Two Beta. Yeah, uh, I'm just. I know you didn't care for it, but it's it's <laughs> it's the best reviewed PC game of the last three months. Is it really? A big AAA game, I think. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I mean, I think about when I'm just picturing most games in my head, I picture them kind of, you know, there's multi-platform, except for obvious stuff like Zelda that I associate with Nintendo. But we've had a lot of, like, console, like, you can't play Persona on PC. Yeah. Can't play Horizon on PC. Can't play Zelda on PC. So it's been a good no year. No Mario Kart. 2017's no been a good, yeah, no good year for consoles. That's a good point. Stardew Valley, though. Yeah, I, I mean, that's... I started playing Stardew Valley. It's so much fun. I, I got it on PS4. But yeah, if you haven't started Stardew Valley yet, sink, yeah, I mean, like, half your life yeah. into it. It's really great. Sure. I mean, there's no limit to Steam has thousands of great games, and including yeah. games like that you never hear anybody talk about that you can download it and play for dozens of hours. Yeah, I have a little list of, of games like that, especially the retro-looking ones like Owlboy I really want to play. Mm. That looks super cool. Owlboy was great. Go back to that one. Immortal Defense is a tower defense game I'd like to give a shout-out to. Sound That's relevant to my interests. <laughs> and Tacoma's out next month. Is it next month? It's August? Yeah. Uh, all right, moving on. This is BJ Bumgarner. Whoa. Cool. Pretty good name. So, yeah. uh, high school football coach? 
Definitely sounds like a high school football yeah, coach to me. totally. Uh, he says, Dear Omega Cops, I recently got a Nintendo Switch, and I'm enjoying Zelda and Mario Kart. Last week, you talked about the idea of the Nintendo Switch being in early access. I can surely see some similarities, but you failed to address why Uh-oh. you think Nintendo might have done this. Why release a console in March when traditionally they are released in the holiday season? That extra time could have given Nintendo more time to develop additional launch titles, improve the OS, and most importantly build more consoles. I'm sure there's a method to Nintendo's madness. Just curious to hear your thoughts on their business strategy. Maybe BJ should be on uh, GameScoop <laughs> instead of uh, one of us. <laughs> oh, he wants to hear uh, why we think Nintendo, if they released it early, yeah. why they would have done that. I and mean... It has to do with their financials. Yeah, like right. the Wii U is... Bleh, I think like, it's probably the least successful like big console of all time. That I don't know. I mean, I, well, I, I, now I'm wondering about Jaguar, it. Like, Virtual Boy. Yeah, how does it stack Dreamcast, up to uh, the Dreamcast and stuff like Saturn. that? Saturn. Uh, yeah, but it's down there yeah. uh, as one of the least successful consoles ever. And I, you know, I really liked my Wii U, but sales-wise, you know, it never took off. Nintendo had to. I mean, they're a publicly traded company. They need money. Um, yeah, they knew releasing that and Zelda would uh, provide... A quick influx of cash. Well, and Zelda, you know, again, now we're into the realm of speculation, but uh, Zelda looked like it was finished, mostly finished. So, hey, they could they could hold on to that till yeah. Q4, but uh, yeah, put it out the door with it's what It's a weird situation, Nintendo, because they do have like this big pad of money. So they don't need money. They need shareholders to be happy. Yeah. They yeah. need their stock price to be okay. Yeah. I think that's like their big motivation. You know, the 3DS is winding down. The Wii U is dead in the water. I don't know if the 3DS is winding down. It's like, well, that's they true. just released it the new. It sort of had a second resurgence, but. 2DS XL? That's, is that out now? Uh, yeah, I've been playing it all weekend. What were you playing? Pikmin? Uh, Pikmin, yeah. And I'm allowed to talk about it. The embargo's up. Ooh. Thumbs up, oh, thumbs down. But we can talk about it on what you've been playing. Make these people wait. Okay. Stay tuned for <laughs> Sam's thoughts on Hey Pikmin. <laughs> This is, oh, you have something to say? Well, I also, you know, you have to imagine in Nintendo's head, it, hindsight's always twenty twenty. The Switch is a huge hit. Everybody wants one. But that wasn't guaranteed to be the case. So releasing in March also gives them a little bit of breathing room versus in Q4, they don't know what their competitors are up to. Like, who yeah. knows what the big PlayStation, big Xbox, you know, how much are those two uh, companies going to suck all the air out of the room and not leave any room for, you know, Nintendo's new thing to sort of, Uh, you know, uh, communicate its marketing message to everyone. So um, I think releasing in March absolutely turned out to be, you know, they had the month to themselves more or less. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Uh, All right, this is Jimmy Jackson. He says, my name is Jimmy Jackson from a little place called Hull. J-I-M-I? Hull, J-I-M-M-Y. Hulls, Hull in the more normal parts of the UK. Yep. Cool. I'm a huge fan of the show. Much appreciate all that you guys put into it. Easily my favorite hour or two of the week. Hour. <laughs> uh, he says, I was wondering if you could help me. I own a PS4 and play as much as I can in between work and my family life. I love JRPGs especially, and I've done and have since the days of Final Fantasy VII on the PlayStation 1. However, though I am thoroughly enjoying playing through titles such as Persona 5 and Near Automata, phenomenal games, by the way, uh, I am still looking for that one game that is almost what you could call a Zelda ripoff, and I don't mean that in a negative sense, but a game that is similar to Breath of the Wild and how previous Zelda games have played, mainly Ocarina and Majora's Mask. This is simply because I love Zelda games, but it's very difficult to find the 320 pounds to invest into a Switch console. 
Also, I do feel kind of loyal to Sony for all it's done for me over the years. Pounds are money in the UK. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, <laughs> pounds of what? <laughs> yeah. The closest, the, close, yeah. the closest thing I've come across thus far is Dragon Quest Eleven, but I do believe a Europe and release date has not been announced yet. Any suggestions for anything Zelda-like for PlayStation 4 that I can play now, or am I kind of screwed until I finally get a Switch? So is he, he's missing something pretty obvious, right? 3D.Game nice. Game Heroes? Well, <laughs> that's a, that was a PlayStation 3D, 3 game. Uh, so good. But yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn, right? Isn't I mean, that, that was sort of the problem when Horizon launched yeah. at the same time yeah. as Breath of the Wild. I think that people got a little bit uh, like jaded to it, uh, to its charms. But I would say yeah. play Horizon now. They're very similar. Horizon is, scope. is an awesome game. Yeah. And also, you know, sort of similar in like the, the RPG elements of like Dragon Age. Mm-hmm. Um, Are there Octoroks? Really- I mean, it's <laughs> maybe that will be something that, yeah. It's similar okay. in the sense that it's a third person, you know, action adventure game where you're sort of powering up and getting stronger as you go through. But man, open world, open world. But it's very true that few games have that like really Zelda formula. Like for a franchise that's been going for 30 years and is beloved the world over, you know, other people have put their take on Mario and their take on Final Fantasy, but not that many companies have ever tried to do a take on Beyond a Good traditional and Evil Zelda game. Beyond Good and Evil was, yeah, you know, Alundra. Uh, there have been a few but not very many um Beyond oasis i would also say look to the two rebooted tomb raider games um really really excellent i, was, nice, I wanted to mention nice uh, mixture of action and adventure puzzle solving. they are both on playstation 4 yeah, that's yeah. right uh the first tomb raider got a definitive edition release on ps4 and then rise of the tomb raider is also available i feel like a lot of people slept on rise of the tomb raider just because of its you know release circumstances and the yeah. timing of it and man that game is great. really really great and I took think, some risks yeah i think both those games are really good i think if you had to choose personally i think the first one's more zelda like I agree with that. Um, I, re- I really like that game a lot. I, and 2 was, was definitely more of that game. Yeah. It's good prep for the Tomb Raider movie coming out. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Alicia Vikander. Vikander, yeah. Vikander. Uh, yeah, the, the Tomb Raider games are a little more linear. They're not really open world games. There's big open environments, but you kind of move through them linearly. And then you can go back and backtrack and like find uh, secrets and stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like retro style games too on PS4. but Yeah. Like, how funny is it, like, even Metroidvania, like, we joke that every indie game is a Metroidvania game now, or a Metroid-like, as Sam would say, uh, but why aren't more companies, like, why Why is there no one really doing more Zelda-likes? It just never really became a thing. Yeah, that's, like, true. There's Oceanhorn. Is an Oceanhorn on PS4 now? That may be a good call. Uh, I started out mobile. as a... I never played on Yeah, it was a mobile what game. the Wind Waker, like, one? That's Oceanhorn, I think. Sorry. Dark Siders is a good suggestion. Dark Siders is another really good... Uh, uh, suggestion. No, not Ocean Horn, the one we did the IGN first for. That looks like The Witness Rhyme? a little bit. Rhyme. Yeah. Rhyme. Rhyme might be good. But it's not out yet, right? It depends on what you like about Zelda, whether whether any of these games are listening or going to scratch that itch for you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. What about The Witness? No, not The Witness. That's not a Zelda life. I would just... <laughs> uh, the, I just play The Witness, though. Yeah. That's true. I give it a blanket recommendation to everyone. Yeah. Play The Witness. Game yeah, of the totally. year. Didn't click so for me. Good. But I'm also very stupid. <laughs> it's like it's it, that is such a fun game to play with other people. And my favorite yeah. thing about the witness is like you bring it into your life. Like we had all this graph paper that yeah. we were really? like cutting out into shapes and like yeah, using it like puzzles to try and figure. Yeah. Oh, out those how, ones! I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We have to, fit yeah to figure out how you can fit it all together. And yeah, it's Smart. and I love that game. Sorry, this is definitely far from the Zelda yeah, thing, but okay. but I love that like everyone looks at solving problems different ways. Sure. Mm-hmm. So my boyfriend and I would be like stuck on a puzzle for days and then our friend would come over and be like, oh, that's the solution. I was like, Mm -hmm. I never would have thought of that. And and so it's like a fun group experience. Here's why I think it's a Zelda-like. Okay. Okay. 
is that it's an you explorable open world. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's on an island, which a lot of Zelda games are. Mm-hmm. But it's an explorable open world that doesn't tell you where to go. doesn't tell you what to do. And there's secrets everywhere. And and those are my two favorite things about Zelda games. That's yeah. true. That's true. So I think it's a Zelda. Like, I don't think the sword play and stuff like that is as important in a Zelda game as this cool, living, explorable area. And when you I will- do have to conquer each different area mm-hmm. to... Right. It's basically the I've legend of Zelda. I've been convinced. <laughs> I will also say that, uh, you know, Zelda games give you, like, you can't get there until you have a hookshot. Get the hookshot and I can go over there. And and uh, The Witness doesn't actually do that. There's no no doors that are literally closed to you, except that you need to go through, like, you need to go through a little area to understand what a symbol means or how to solve a certain Your hookshot is you learning the puzzles. It's yeah. in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. Oh, the witness! I didn't I think expect we did it, this everybody. to come back to, but I'm fully convinced you're right. The yeah. witness is a Zelda game. There yeah. you go. I cannot Scoop. wait until you know three or four years from now where I've forgotten enough of the witness that I can go back through it again and you know have a fresh. Except if you're going to want to remember like one of those 600 puzzles, <laughs> you're like, which? What did I do here? Yeah. Um, you can come to the IGN then, Wikis page to help. Yeah, totally. It out. You can. Uh, and then I'd recommend Skyrim and Fallout. Skyrim, yeah, that's another game too. Um, yeah, I guess I can see that as well. In terms of, like you say, big open worlds uh, to explore, lots of secrets, lots of stuff to find. It doesn't tell you where to go. Free to explore at your own pace. Sure, that, that's what I like about Zelda too. Uh, all right, let's share what we've been playing. As I was saying earlier, I've been uh, trying to get through the uh, Trials of the Sword in uh, Breath of the Wild, and I've got a good run going on the middle Trials right now that I that's feel awesome. pretty good about. We'll see if I can beat that tonight. But Sam, you've been, pl- you've been playing, hey, Pikmin. Hey, <laughs> Pikmin. Yeah, I, on the new 2DS too, um, which is really light, nice. But uh, one of the, and I'll talk about this a lot more on NBC this week because we are going to do a big segment on it. But uh, the short version for GameScoop listeners is that uh, it's hard to play like Kid Icarus Uprising in that you have to use the stylus at all times. Mm. So no, no excuse. To have to use the stylus. Use your thumb or your finger if you need to. But uh, then you have to also use a D-pad. So like the heaviness of the larger DSs. Mm. DS models are like, it's really hard to play. It just, it hurts after a while. And so I was like, you know, like sitting on the bed and like putting it on a pillow or on my cat, like whatever I could <laughs> to like kind of take some of that out. So that kind of stinks. But uh, other than that, it's missing some elements of Pikmin in terms of like that frantic real-time strategy management. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it has the charm and it has the Pikmin varieties and like fighting and expo- exploring for like, like a Game Boy cartridge or like a digital camera, sure. like weird stuff you find, you know? I like that it has all that, but it doesn't have the, okay, I'm going to send my Pikmin here to, to work on this dig project. Well, these guys are going to fight this, or I'll focus on the fight, like and then these other ones are, are doing, like, carrying stuff back. Like, I love that. Yeah. And you're just constantly panning around, and you're doing all this stuff. This is just, like, one thing at a time. Fight this thing, take left or right passage, look for it. Like, it's very simplified. Do you like it? Is it fun? Uh, I think it's okay. All right. Mm. But I'm not reviewing it, so that's what the reviewer thinks. Sarah, you said you recently beat Horizon? I recently beat Horizon, and then uh, I downloaded Firewatch, which I missed oh, yeah. last yeah. year, but yeah. I haven't started it yet. I haven't started it yet. Good summer um, game. Yeah, I'm Especially like I just I managed awesome. to avoid spoilers, uh, and so I'm really excited to figure out what all the fuss is about. Yeah, um, but I did start playing Stardew Valley. I downloaded yeah. that as well, Good and I like investment. sank like 20 hours into it in one weekend. Um, I and I think I'm going about making money and doing everything all wrong, but I don't care. I like <laughs> figuring it out as I go, and like I haven't looked up any guides, and yeah. maybe I will eventually. I'm up to summer, like I went through spring, and I'm up to summer, and I planted. I was like, oh, I should plant a lot of crops now that I have money, and it was like the day before. 
summer started and oh, they all died. That's so sad. But, that's, but I'm like, but I'm learning, <laughs> yeah. and so it's really fun. You're like a real farm girl, just exactly. like a real. <laughs> I'm like learning it just like my character. Uh, I like that I have a dog. Like the second that I was like, great, okay, well, I love this. What game. do you name your dog? BB. That's the name oh. of my dog, Can you and pet she your looks dog? just like it. I, in my head, I do. You can't pet the dog. I, I think you can. I think, they get oh, a yeah, you can. And then you, you get the little heart. I don't right. think it animals. And every day I'm like, hi, baby. Yeah. yeah. Zelda's <laughs> greatest flaw is you can't pet dogs. And <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I, it really is. It's I actually just uh, street four. demoed um, <laughs> Marvel Powers United VR at mm. D23. Oh, cool. Uh, and the, it opens with Lockjaw is like how you are transported different ways. And you're in VR, right? And Lockjaw it's, is he's a dog. just out of, yeah, he is a dog. He's a teleporting, like, 2000 pound dog but he's just out of reach and I like was interviewing the guys who made Torture. it and I was like guys like I know you've been working really hard on this you just announced this game today but I've discovered a fatal flaw and it's that I can't pet Lockjaw <laughs> yeah. and they were like well you can in later versions like play with to like throw toys at him oh, yeah, and I was like yeah. okay like connect connectables okay. um, my other quick one that I'm still playing is Pokemon Go Oh, wow. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Forever. One of those. Forever. Got those Ash Hat Pikachus this yeah. week. Uh, did you play the Spider-Man VR experience? Anybody here play that? No, I know I you played did. played that last yeah. week, too. Yeah. I mean, I don't have much to say about it, but like you just sit there and like you know shoot web shooters uh, from a rooftop, and you like knock down bottles and stuff. It's not a big deal. But it does put up a mirror, which is the best part of VR currently in any game. Oh, and then you it's you and Spider-Man, and you can just dance. <laughs> best part of any VR game. Yep, Batman as well. Batman is the same thing. Sam and I both saw Spider-Man over the weekend it's separately. So good, 10 out but we both perfect. liked it. So good, ten out of ten, perfect. Perfect. Wow, I wouldn't go that wow. far, but I liked it a lot. It. This is like it. veering into uh, movies talk, but it makes me sad that it had like the second biggest second weekend drop of any MCU movie. Weird. Where, but it's only it's because it made so much it, money last. Everyone weekend. saw it the first. Everyone weekend. saw it the first weekend, but there's sort of no reason to go back and watch it again. There aren't that many secrets in it. Like it's just a fun, delightful Spider-Man experience, and I think people just like moved on after they saw it instead of something like Wonder Woman that they went back and and actually had like a really great second weekend because mm. even more people were coming back and. But it's still either already did or is about to outgross amazing one and two. Like it's it's doing it's doing great. it's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's no, doing it's doing fine. But yeah. I was just like, oh. sure, yeah. Uh, well, I hope that all those actors find more work. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> poor Marvel. Yeah, yeah. they only made maybe we can send them dollars, like some some money or something. Yeah, to help perfect. them through this tough mm -hmm. time. Yeah, it's gonna be um, really hard for them <laughs> in Infinity War. <laughs> I'm actually playing a video game. Which All is right. Scoop. Scoop. Um, no, I dug out, actually physically had to find and dig out my 3DS to play uh, Ever Oasis. Um, oh, yeah. Cause you, I, heard people, uh, I heard that it's a mix of Animal Crossing and Zelda. Like, you go into these dungeons and... Uh, and then you bring them back to you building an oasis in the desert and uh, opening shops and stuff, and that attracts other people. And then in the dungeons, they find materials that let you build. So Sim City, your... and then you go fight stuff for your city. Sort of, yeah. Or not Sim City, more like uh, Animal, Animal Crossing. Crossing. Yeah. Perfect um, game to never stop playing ever. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still pretty early into it, but it's really charming and interesting, and um, I totally like it a lot. And I also, this is true, I couldn't find my 3DS anywhere. I tore up my apartment looking for it, and I found it in this weird corner. Irrelevant. Anyway, it was in this weird part of my <laughs> weird apartment. Weird corner in your apartment. And also in that corner, I found my iPad that had been missing for months and months and months and months. And because uh, I have like we have like a work iPad that I mostly use, but my personal one had a bunch of games on it. And so I charged that up, too. And I've also rediscovered Clash Royale and how good that game oh, wow. is. Um, so really well done, Supercell. Um, I don't know. It's like a weird game to give a shout out to. It came out. Everyone said, wow, like a mobile game that's actually really cool and good and compelling. Then I think people kind of forgot about it. Mm. But if you pick that game back up today, like it's still it's still truly excellent. And uh, I'm really surprised and impressed that uh, 
I don't know. That game's just had the legs and staying power. I hear Ever Oasis has a really slow tutorial start. It does take a long, long time. It just tells you how to do everything, but it's a complicated game. Yeah, it's that classic sort of, I don't know, JRPG feeling thing where, like, just let let me get into the game. paper yep that can only be hiding <laughs> 20 questions that must mean it is time to play a video game 20 questions our suggestion this week comes from john in baltimore okay. so if that gives you any uh, yeah. information so it does not uh-huh. john he actually uh, writes in to say Twitter. here he says first of all thanks for being the best games podcast Wait, online i am nervous can you say I'm don't like be nervous Ooh. you know how 20 questions works the game uh-huh. right you have you ask you me, win or you die you ask me yes or no questions to try to guess this mystery game. Oh, okay. Uh, and you, you guys will take turns asking the questions. Okay. Uh, he says, I really so appreciate confident. how platform agnostic you all are. Mm-hmm. You guys just love great games. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Secondly, thanks for reminding me about Blackthorn. That was last week's game. My brother and I loved that game when we were kids, and we were never able to finish it. After hearing it on 20 Questions last week, it inspired me to dig up my Super NES from the basement. And... Pop it in. After spending about an hour with it, I'm now committed to finishing it. It's got a great password system, so I don't have to finish it. Can we borrow your copy to play? no kidding. (laughs) Uh, And so John from Baltimore has given us our 20-question suggestion this week. Let the questioning begin. Is it harder than last week's? (laughs) That's not a real question. (laughs) Uh, Does your character speak? No. Uh, Is this game from before the year 2080? Yes. Is it a Nintendo game? What do you mean by a Nintendo game? Like, did Nintendo make this is game? Is it, like, on a Nintendo platform? Yes. Uh, did this game come out before January 1st, 1990? Yes. 80s game. Yeah, has to be Game Boy. No, well, I can't really. Be. Yeah, Game Boy or... Is it on NES? Yes. Okay. <laughs> did Nintendo make it? No. Okay, uh, was this game developed in Japan? Yes. Is it a licensed game? No. Ooh, good question, though. Wait, so uh, if, uh, hold on. We're rapid fire here. Let's recap. <laughs> NES game, not made by Nintendo, made in Japan, but not licensed. An early NES game. It's not from the late period. Right, because it's an 80s game. It can't be Kid Clown, for instance. Or, uh, well, this is all a Nintendo game, but they can't be like Yoshi's Cookie or something weird like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, do you, uh, did you ask a gun shooting question? No. Uh, do you shoot a gun in this game? Sure do. <laughs> okay. It's probably Contra. Um, is it a part of a franchise where games are still being released today? Unfortunately not. That's oh. 10. Well, see, now that's tricky because, like, what would be, like, would you call Contra a dead franchise? I kind of would. When was the, what was the last one? The DS one? There was uh, just that hardcore game for XBLA. Hardcore is uh, it's like six yeah. years ago now. So do we get Is this a Konami questions? game? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're, ha- you're at the halfway point. Halfway. It was only 10. Is this a Konami game? You look very nervous. I'm I'm very <laughs> nervous. I can come up with questions, but I'm not going to yeah. be able to figure out what this game is. <laughs> no, you'll get it. Yeah, I like, yeah I like, is, is it a Konami game? No. Ooh. All right. Aw, dang. Wait, so wait, 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 like a Gradius or R-Type or something like that. Those are those are all Konami games. Yeah. Like, no, not R-Type. No, you're, you're, you're on the right do you, uh, shooter. Do you, pl- you... You said you shoot a gun yeah. on a spaceship. Okay, do you control... Do you control a human being? Yes. All right. You just shoot a bunch of stuff in this game. And so Japanese companies, you got Capcom and Konami were the big ones. Yeah. I, Irem, but it's not R-Type, so it's not Irem, but... Uh, yeah. Metal Storms, that too. Um, is this a Capcom game? No. It could. It could be a. Could be like. Well, Metal Gear is Konami too. 
Yeah, I know that those are the those are the two biggies. And Nintendo, so mm-hmm. not any of those. And unfortunately, it's not around today. Series is, is so much. But this should be pretty easy for us. Um, yeah, should, I'm really confident. I'm not confident. Seven questions to go. That is a lot of questions to go. We we honed in on it pretty quickly. Is you this don't a talk? what you don't talk? You don't talk. Now, now would you would you count Ultra as part of Konami because it's just a fake Konami label? Uh. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know if I would have. Uh, yeah, it's part of Konami. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Not an ultra game. Yeah. <laughs> out of that. Um, d- uh, is this a sci-fi themed game? No. So you have your, uh, and it's not. Capcom, so it can't be. It is. We already had. I don't know. It's not Capcom. We know it's no, not we Konami. Asked. You did no, ask. We Capcom. asked. We asked. Capcom. It's not Capcom or Konami. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh dang. I know. And it's not based on a license. So wow, but it's obviously a game that Damon has some affection. It's for. not based on sci-fi. So you have games like, uh, you know, well, we, we, you know, of the Rambo genre. Yeah, but not Rambo, because that's licensed, and yeah, also those. not not any of the like not any of the not uh, well Space Invaders. But you play as a human. You play as a person. Yeah. We asked that? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, because I wanted to narrow down all the ship games. Yeah, you play as a, ma- you play as a human being. Mm-hmm. So we, Okay, so we have Taito Games and Sunsoft. Those are two other companies. Yeah, but Taito, like, you know, Space Invaders, but we know it's not that. I'm dead weight right yeah, now. Yeah. I'm, I'm really I mean, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm almost there. Like, this is, we're in Sam, we're deep in Claiborne yeah. territory yeah. right now. Sunsoft. Let's, um, let's throw out another question. All right. Uh, is this a side-scrolling game? No. Good question. Top-down? Not a side-scrolling game. That's 15. Uh, so that leaves us with top-down or single, like a sing, like a Robotron, like a room, room-to-room game, mm-hmm. like a Smash TV. But we not, it's not Robotron because it's not sci-fi themed, I mean, but something Smash like TV's that. American. What was the, what we was ask, the Western Robotron-style game? Gunsmoke. Well, there's a game called Gunsmoke, but that was by Capcom. Mm-hmm. That would have been a really good answer. Is this an arcade port? Yes. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. All right. This is you. (laughs) Um, Four questions left. It's probably a a, a top, okay, a top down human shooting arcade port. What's the, uh, it was just on the show three or four weeks ago, but the one where it's vertically scrolling. Well, that was Commando. Commando. Right. Is yeah, there? I'm just thinking of a game like that. Are there other games like that? It's not. Uh, yeah. Well, there's one I always played in my orthodontist office. The thing is, they're all Capcom. Yeah, they are all Capcom <laughs> games. Um, this one. No, it's probably one that I, I I'm not going to think of because I know the system very well. Made in Japan. Ported to the NES. Okay. There's there's games like Alien Syndrome. Which were Tengen ports, but they were made in Japan. Not side-scrolling trips. That was too, in the arcade. That eliminates the that eliminates the one that had the triple wide screen. But that wasn't just an NES game. Yeah. And, and this is something like we didn't ever ask if it was on other systems, right? Well, but it's an arcade game that got ported to the NES. We know that. Mm-hmm. Um, was this a licensed cartridge? Like officially licensed? Yeah. Because like Tengen games aren't. Uh, yes, it was. We're in trouble here. We're in trouble, Sam. Well, that eliminated three questions. the one I just thought it was going to be. We know it's not sci-fi themed, mm-hmm. which is I'm still picturing a lot of sci-fi games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking just like Western or just like stupid, yeah. like top-down. Well, we don't actually know if it's top-down, right? Yeah, so we, can we, we do ask not. that question? 
It just puts us so close to the. Yeah, is it top down? Yes. Yeah. I just. I just don't know what you know. It's not <laughs> side scrolling. So what else would it have been? Like behind the shoulders, like Contra style, second level. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I. I the I Punisher's like that. Bayou Billy has some levels like that. Get off my back, damn! <laughs> Yeah, really, yeah, it's tough to burn all these questions on this because it's it's a hard it's a hard one. Um, Sunsoft made some weird games like uh, Journey to Silius, and um, now we're veering dangerously close to uh, Jared Petty territory. <laughs> okay, did it have a sequel? Yes, that okay. that is nineteen. So it sounds like Akari Warriors. Wasn't that the one on the show? What's uh, okay? Yeah, that's a great guess. Is it Akari Warriors? Yes. Oh! Yeah, yeah cool. Man, yeah, we, <laughs> we said Rambo games a long time ago, and that's like the Rambo game. Yeah. I'll credit stuff. to Sam. I just wow. know that there's one, two, and three for Akari Warriors, so I was confused about the series continuing. And That was just as stressful as I thought it would be. <laughs> and yeah. thanks for being okay with me not asking any questions. Oh, you nailed the Nintendo like, question early yeah, on. Very good. We definitely yeah. would have got that. Yeah, Ikari Warriors. Woo. You know that Good one, right? Work. I mean, I've n- I'm aware of it. It's not Who a game made it? I had any SNK fondness for. You it. said '80s games, and I was that. like, "Well, <laughs> yeah." Uh, I loved that game. Yeah, I had it on NES. And then two and three are exactly like one. Well, except they get more into sci-fi. There, you start fighting aliens instead of just soldiers. So I know that Damon, aliens all. I know long. that yeah. you love Akari Warriors. Yes. When you used to pick the twenty questions games, yeah, like I could exploit, yeah. my friendship with you because <laughs> you run on things faster. Then once it started becoming reader's choice, then it's like it got a lot harder for me. Did we have yeah. Akari on? Um, we had on that's what I, yeah. Gamescope. Gamescope. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that we do the box. We, I wonder if anybody got it though. I don't know that I've ever played it. Actually. Uh, it's a really fun game. Yeah, I totally. I mean, it's always. I know it's got a great rep, and yeah, I, it's just I'm, like you have your two guns are kind of out like this. And yeah, it, right? it's yeah. very silly. It's well, no, what, I guess you have that, and then you go. Well, it's one of those arcade games that had the rotating stick, yep. so you can so aim in one direction and walk like strafe. Basically, uh, it's really fun. It's a good one. I'm so glad you got it. That was very well, impressive. We all got it. Yes, <laughs> Damon uh, is the one that lost. Oh. Yeah. yeah, and this yeah, guy right. from Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, John. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> thank you for the suggestion, though, John. And yeah. that is all the scoops that we have for you this week. Uh, I'm so glad Terry, Terry could join us. Thank today. you so much for having me. Yeah, this was, really was so much fun. Yeah, that was really good. And then uh, I look forward to uh, lots of more hanging out in San Diego this week. Actually, three quarters of us are all going to be in San Diego this Ooh. week. Mm-hmm. Sam is going to have to stay home. That's oh, cool. I'm going to be the home team. I'm going to watch the IGN show every night. Yeah, you every are. Night. And so, th- and IGN live on Twitter. Yep. From. Uh, Let's see if I can remember. Uh, Eight to nine on Wednesday. Okay. Three to seven on Thursday. That sounds right. This is all Pacific time. Yeah. Three to seven on Friday, and then twelve to three and five thirty to eight thirty. You have a spreadsheet like in your brain. I have looked at our (laughs) scheduling doc so much. Um, I'm so excited about this. So this is huge. It was like when we were live uh, on Twitter and and across all our platforms, but this Twitter partnership, yeah, for E3. If you sign on to Twitter on your phone, yeah. If you open the app, then it's right at the top. You'll see that face and this face talking to famous faces. Faces. Talking to Harrison Ford. (laughs) No and way. Ryan Gosling. You guys got Harrison? Together. Yeah. We're on yeah. a first name basis now that we got Yeah, him. you're tight. Yeah. You got Harry. You're tight. Harry. Yeah. Whoa. Hey. He's not allowed to pull out morning of or 50 minutes before yeah. because we have said it on Game Scoop and yeah, must, it true, must yeah. happen. Yeah. Uh, he, he watches this, obviously. Is he going to so. fly to the appointment? Probably. Yeah, he's going to crash land. Don't let him do land. that. <laughs> he's going to crash land uh, in our studio. 
I'm going to play a video game 20 questions with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you just do that with the cast of Blade Runner? Yeah. <laughs> because Damon has to interview like seven people at yeah. once because they will not split up the cast. Totally so I would love 20 questions. If yeah. you're like, but like it needs to be an Atari title, right? And like yeah. that's you just use yeah. your 20 minutes with them to do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sure. excited. Uh, all right, remember you can always reach us at the email address gamescoop at IGN.com. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Terry. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop. And we're out.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.